Well, go on, bro. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. How are you? I'm chilling. I'm chilling. I'm just on the move. Go stop minute, driving. So I'm in the car. No, I'm not driving. Go driving. How are you doing? Yeah, I'm good. I'm good. Thank you. Like, how you been, though? I've been good, man. You know how it is. Uh, well, I'm back in the UK for at the minute as well. So it's yeah. Really been back for an extended period of time. Normally, I'm in and out. Um, but it's nice to see some family, catch up with a few people now that things are moving about a bit. Um, and then back to Dubai really soon, man. So nice have you not have you not wanted to live out there? Have you not wanted to move out there? Have you not wanted to move out there? I'm fully moved out there. I just with all this going on, I I came back. Uh, okay. Just because I only really get a chance every year to come back to the UK um, in Ramadan uh, yeah. when everything shuts in Dubai. Mm-hmm. So I was kind of like. I'm coming back anyway. If I don't get to, if I didn't come back now, it would be next year. Yeah. So I was like, I'm just going to get back to the UK for a bit, see my people. Obviously, all this was going on, so I haven't been able to get back to Dubai yet. It's kind of a process I've got to go through. Uh, but in the next couple of weeks, man, should be back out there. Things are moving nicely over there as well. So. Yeah, that's the thing. Like when I'm hearing it from everyone else, they're just saying everything's good. Everything's getting getting back to normal. There's still some some issues nightclubs still not open i mean some bars restaurants kind of moving serving alcohol now i've seen well, it's better than the situation here <laughs> I, I, bro i've seen yesterday uh, a dj spinning in a restaurant so like that's already light years ahead of uh, yeah. what the uk i don't think that means clubs are going to open straight away uh but like it's moving which is good that's the thing like i think the lockdown was taken seriously over there as it wasn't here um because if it was we would have actually restaurants would have been open by now in my opinion the thing out there man you've got to do what they say because it, it's it's <laughs> much strict fines and stuff uh so do what they say and you're good and they said yeah nana the and joe were saying they were like it's, it's strict yeah i mean like you rock out without a mask it's like quid fine or something um, yeah so like just do as they say and it's good because things are seem to be ahead of what the uk is so i'll complain really so going to your career how did you start djing how did i start djing well i was always that guy at school you know them, them guys that are sorting out cds for everyone on their little hustle burning mixtapes just mm-hmm. tracks after tracks uh got decks when I was young, uh, didn't really take it too serious. One of them things where you pick them up and then like love music, play some music, but then never really got into it. Yeah. Um, but could DJ. Um, and then when I, when I started going out, man, I just remember I was going out like, you know, them that period in your life, 18 or whatever, going out four or five nights a week. I was just looking at the DJ, man. They were having so much fun. Like, You're probably thinking I'm spending too much money, so I need to yeah, get a job. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, I'm here anyway. I'm here anyway. Nah, and I used to just look at them and be like, yo, they're having so much fucking fun. Like, nah, I, I, I want to do that. I want to do that. Mm. And obviously, I love the music anyway. So it was kind of like, you know what it is? That they're making a career out of this. I can, yeah. I can, let me see if I can do something. So from then on, what was your first clubbing gig? First, and like, what was the route? What was the route you took? First, first night I ever spun in the club, I literally just 
my boy Devin, who DJs out in Dubai now as well, but he's from Newcastle. Uh, he was just spinning at like a little, it's like bar slash club in Newcastle, Bijou. And he was like, just jump on for the first half an hour. Yeah. Uh, it was, I was, it was the most nervous thing I've ever done. There was no one in the room, you know what I mean? But mm. in, in, a, in that scenario in front of a, another dope DJ um, and people starting to come in, bar yeah. staff all listening at that point. Like that shit was, I was so nervous, man. Um, yeah, like, going from the bedroom to real life is mad. Yeah. Like, people, like, people underestimate just, it. Yeah, I'd been doing just mixtape after mixtape in my bedroom. Yeah. Like, just trying to get it to DJs, trying to get it to DJs. He was like, okay, come to, I'd spend some time in the studio with him. He did a lot of, like, taking me through, like, you know, just learning shit from him. Uh, and then I got to, got to go in the club. And that, that was crazy, but it was just a, literally a, a jump on for half an hour. First proper gig I got was a spot called Lovedo, Tup Tup Palace mm-hmm. in Newcastle. And that was kind of kind of the same. Like, my boy Clay, he was DJing um, and used to just go through early, jump on for half an hour with yeah. no one in the club. Jump on half an hour, half an hour, half an hour turned to 45 minutes. Then it was like, okay, but if I'm away, you can take this, blah, blah, blah. And it just went, it just went from there, really. So... When did the kind of when did it kind of get to the point where you where you think where you thought okay I can go to Dubai now and do the same over there? Well, I'd been kind of I DJed in Newcastle and the UK for like six maybe six years and then five years and then I was kind of like okay, but I want what I've got to think about like what the next move is. Yeah. Um, and my boy Devin. I mentioned before he moved to the dopest club in Dubai. Like he went via Beirut, DJ there for a couple of years, and then went to Dubai. So I was like, I went over and checked him in Dubai, and I was mm-hmm. like, okay, I've got some people here, and it's a lot older clientele and everything in Dubai. Yeah. So I was like, I can do what I love to do for longer, without it being like just DJing the students. I kind of got sick of students. Why's that? Why's that? Just because it just got messy, in it? Like the, the midweek student gigs, I did them for a while, and and it was just it, it just wasn't my my thing that I, that I wanted from it. Like messy, just messy. That's yeah, yeah, yeah. So I was kind of like, nah, like I want some. And I was so you're like the high end. Stuff. You're like the high end DJ. You like that bouginess as well. No, it's not not always, and a, 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 like a n- not high end, a, a nice hip hop rave would be great, but like they, they can get messy. But man, students get younger and younger every year, and I just don't think they they party different to how I want to party now. Yeah. So I was kind of like nah, and and the winters got to me in the UK a bit as well, uh, and eventually I was just like, every time I had a chance to go on holiday or had some free time. Uh, for like four years in a row, I would just go to Dubai, link people, mm. talk to people, uh, find a way of kind of becoming a bit more known in Dubai. And then, yeah. look, luckily, man, I got an offer for a club out there that, that moved me out. So, was it a big thing for you to move out there? Or because you've been there before many times, it was kind of, it was all right? Mm, a, a bit of both. Like, it was crazy moving country. Like, Moving country is just crazy anyway, you know, selling... Because I was like, I'm going to do it. 
I'm not like half gonna do it. Like, yeah, I could have kept my crib here, gone over for two months, seen if I liked it or whatever. But I was like, I know that that's where I want to be. Like, I'd seen enough of it to know that even if I didn't work out here or whatever, like I could do something else over there. And I was kind of just like, you gotta do it. So I sold my car, got rid of my crib, packed up all my shit, moved moved over, and it was crazy. Like. Because even though you you do know, uh, I did know a few people over there. Yeah, I'd only seen the the kind of the stuff that they'd showed me. Living over there is a different bag, like. Mm. Um. So it was definitely scary, but it it definitely also helped having people that I knew have got me over there. Like, if anything. So did up. you get your own place, or did you share an apartment or place? Well, luckily the the guys the 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 club I work for. A lot of it, if you take a contract with a, like a proper contract with the nightclub, yeah, like, oh, I think any job in Dubai, like they either pay like a, a living allowance or, uh, you can move, they can give you a crib. Like I just okay. took what, what what they gave me, uh, but it's it's fine. Like I had a crib, it was nice swimming pool and everything. Then we moved, I moved a bit more central, which feels way more like living in Dubai. Is central better than outskirts? Well, I, I never got a car out there because I was I was quite central. But like, it, where I first lived, it wasn't outskirts. It just wasn't right. Like where I'm living at the minute, man. Like I can see the Burj Khalifa like 200 meters away, 500 mm. meters away. From, you know what I mean? So like, it's different. You wake up and you see all the high rises, and you're like, yo, this is crazy. Whereas then it was kind of like it was still quite central, but it was like kind of like the suburbs. Yeah. Um, so you, it didn't. You didn't walk out, and instantly it was. You were like, it's somewhere hot, but you weren't like, see the Burj Khalifa or like, Dubai Mall. Like I'm right next to Dubai Mall now, which is fucking sick. Is it easier to? Would you say it's easier to DJ over there than it is in Newcastle or in the UK? No, man. There's different different rules over there. <laughs> uh, Explain. Uh, well, as being being a resident in the UK, I was uh, I, I was fully self-employed, so like. You hire me to work. I jump in, do a set of your crib, jump out. That's me yeah. good for the next week or next time I'm booked. Over here, like I'm the resident, so I'm counted on to like help make decisions, like in the meetings about like bottle shows or themes or, or stuff like that, and, like coming up with the the show music and and it's a lot more like you're fully involved with hands with on, the club. yeah, way more hands on, but a lot more pressure as well, especially like there's just me as the resident. So, like, to make sure things are right and not just, like, shit ideas or, or whatever, like, to get them right. Um, and, and, obviously, you relay in, like, other teachers to work with us or whatever. Like, you counted on to, like, relay messages and stuff like that. So, it, it's way more hands-on uh, than just turning up to a club in, in UK, spinning, having yeah. a drink, bouncing. Do you think, um, do you ever get nervous or maybe like worried about your sets being taken or your like the manager just coming up to you one day and be like that's it i don't we've had a good run that's it i mean touch wood that touch wood not so much yet there's always struggles out there you know if you yeah. get a new gm it's the same anywhere though like they'd have a new idea they've never heard of you they have their own favorite djs um so you do feel like that if there's a change in the in the club or whatever but I, i've got a good relationship with them i think I've been there from the start, so it was a brand new nightclub. Mm. It wasn't like 
I replace someone else, so so I have to worry about the same thing or anything like that. Like that was a brand new nightclub that I, I got in with. So I, I feel like I've justified what I've done. Yeah. So that it wouldn't just be like I mean, touch wood, obviously. Like anything can happen at any point, and especially with with how the world is at the minute. Like you know, if, if they can get someone cheaper, <laughs> I can imagine a lot of people oh, yeah. will. DJ and out there must like help your crates as well. You know, like there's a lot of it in the bigger international crowd out there. Massive international man. Like the Spanish stuff's obviously popping over there. A lot of French stuff, Afrobeat. Like, it's people from. It's predominantly like a. Tourists, even though there's a, a big crowd that, that stay and live out there, yeah. it's a tourist spot. So you got people coming from everywhere. So yeah, you do have to keep the crates fresh. And it's a lot different as well. Like for my crates, in the UK, I was just a, a hip hop DJ, like urban DJ, mm. hip hop DJ. And uh, when I went out there, because being a resident, you might be, say Friday, we've got a open format night. So then I've got to get in my open format bag. Yeah. Like, so uh, as far as music-wise, it's definitely like, I was uh, I was a hip-hop DJ, so that's what I liked. Then when I was like, fuck, I do open format at the start. So you got like, thrown in the deep end, straight yeah, away, but basically. Yeah, what it is, I, I loved it eventually. Like, one, it felt nice working out what people liked and how to put them kind of sets together. Yeah. And two, it was kind of like, well, it was like re relearning something all, all over again, you know what I mean? Uh, but yeah, so uh, it was great for that. Does it help you kind of coming back to the UK to get sets back in the UK, saying that you're a resident out in Dubai, or even to this, other countries this year, as well? No, there's, there's no sets, but it does help. I mean, I've kind of built good reputations in the UK anyway, um, to where I was spinning. Yeah. Uh, you know, Manchester, Liverpool, uh, Edinburgh, uh, Belfast. So I was kind of about anyway. So I had those relationships, which is always key, really. Um, mm. But it's definitely... I probably would have seen that this year if it was going to help me. But obviously, with all the clubs being shut, yeah, no sets. No UK sets this year, which is... <laughs> no, nothing. Nah. <laughs> like, I was, just, I was just thinking, you know, like, just for DJs who have the overseas residencies, they're lucky because those countries and cities are now opening up for July slash August mm. like over here just there's gonna be nothing they will well, clubs, will, clubs will be <clears throat> we kind of do though in a way because if you think about it um they're still hesitant to even put restaurants back and that's restaurants that's not even clubs yeah. but I, I I wouldn't be so sure that I mean I, I guess the Vita have kind of said their thing um but like even Dubai I'm going back but I don't know if that necessarily means clubs are going to be opening. Like, or, they, or they'll run it to 50% capacity or something like that. But, but, but that's the thing, like, how's business-wise, like, the way, like, obviously restaurants and bars are kind of open and moving. Um, that might be the case for the next six months, but yeah. it still doesn't mean the clubs can open because social distance in a, in a nightclub, in a, in a lounge or a bar or a, a restaurant, so much easier to, like, make sure of it. Whereas in a, in a nightclub, like... But surely in Dubai, because they, they've got a space, right? And, and most of the clubs are outdoors apart from, like, One Oak. Well, even the outdoor clubs, I mean, the, the outdoor clubs won't 
wouldn't be opening until September, October. Okay. Because it's too hot. So, yeah. yeah, cool. You got an outdoor club. Less risk of spreading COVID, but it's 50 degrees outside. Like, mm. dude, like, that, they're the ones that can't be used. Um, but, yeah. You know, they, they're going to want it back as soon as possible, really. It's hard because, like, yeah, again, like, obviously, with the weather, it's not the best. <laughs> it's not It's not. A, it's not ideal. Like, it sounds <clears> ideal. <throat> like, if this was winter, it, it, you could bet on the, the outdoor clubs it, it being a place where people come and buy because outdoor clubs are probably going to be allowed to open quicker. Like, we can do this. Uh, but really... But really, um, they're not going to be open for ages, so... I don't know if it means the indoor clubs are going to be open. We'll see. Yeah. There's some funny comments in here. More what up? Aves is out here. There's some divide people in here. That's that Tim Westwood killing me. October for 48 degrees. Why is it so why is it so hot, man? Like over there, That's it's just crazy. crazy. By October, it'll be nice, hopefully. But like, I'm heading back in a couple of weeks, like I said. And, yeah. It's gonna be fifty degrees. So during this period, like if if this wasn't quarantine and this there was no COVID situation, where would you be? Like what would you be doing during this period? Would you already come back here and do your sets no, or would you I, would have, I would have come back Ramadan was April till yeah. May, April twenty third, I think, till May twenty third. So I'd I would i come back every year for that anyway. Um that's my my one month off. Everything shuts in Dubai. So I come back, check family, check friends, and then for maybe three weeks, maybe try to get a holiday in. Mm. It would have been good. Uh, and then head back to Dubai. But yeah. because of this, you know, nothing's moving. So I, I kind of stayed longer, but it's time to go back, man. I, wa- I want to I get back and kind of, I don't want to be late to the party. You know what I mean? <clears throat> Do you see yourself moving to another country again, or do you see yourself moving back to Newcastle, or I've staying never, in Dubai? Never, my my plan was always Dubai for yeah quite a foreseeable future, but you never know when I've done my kind of. I had a plan of like six, seven years, so like mm. when you've done that, you never know if if something comes up uh, somewhere else or. I'm not opposed to going somewhere else. Like, I like hot weather. Like I love yeah. the UK. I love Newcastle. But in the winter, nightlife industry especially, you know, when you five o'clock, uh, not waking up till three o'clock the next day. Like By the time you get home, sort your ears out, chill. Yeah. Like, get to bed properly. You might not wake up till three. And then it's getting dark, man. And in the winter, them dark nights, <clears throat> that's what made me be like, I need to get out of here. So I'd, I'd come back, I'd, I'd, I'd keep I'd some friends here. <laughs> them them winter was, nights aren't the best. Um, Newcastle winter nights, cold, bro, cold. But I'd keep something here, I'd always look to come What's back. What's the, okay, so... Have have roots here. Mm. So what's the best club you DJ'd in? <clears throat> um, like, famous-wise, like, Tape London I did, which was crazy. Yeah. Did their Halloween had their Halloween special, which was right before I moved to Dubai as well. Um, 
but that was yeah crazy and the way they ran that and and just jumping in it was kind of a last minute thing as well and it was it was a super dope experience to do right before I went to Dubai um I DJed in China that was crazy huge club in China like big okay. money in China that was very different as was well, that man. was that through networking or yeah man like that's most most of that's key for DJs networking um yeah obviously you have to have skills to back it up but networking is so key so key um so China I did, which was crazy. That was like, it took me 24 hours to get to China. I was literally at a two hour set. I was there for 24 hours and then it took me 24 hours to, yeah. to get back. And that was... It, you just literally for was, two hours, it's taken you two days. Yeah, it was crazy. You know, the hospitality <clears throat> was great by the club itself. Um, it was an experience. What's the scene like, like in China? Well, I only went to that one club and, and I was kind of to play an open format set yeah on vinyl as well on text as well which i hadn't done in a long time because obviously you get so used to cdjs in nightclubs mm. so i rock up 12 tens there i was like all right like loud club like it's, it's work when you use 12 tens i don't care what people say like it becomes you can breeze through on cdjs in it like you, you can have a good time but i was like yeah. okay like this is work tonight uh and it, the club was insane like the club was like a dubai club uh, but the clientele, man, they, they they do things different out there. There's not much dancing, even the, even the pretty, the fit girls. Yeah. They'll be out here headbanging. Like, fully going in. Like, just, <laughs> I was like, this is crazy. But it was dope. Super sick experience. And I'd, I'd do it again. I'd make sure I went, maybe stayed for longer. Yeah. If I did it again. Um, but it, it was sick. Very sick. <clears throat> so what other countries have you, uh, or cities you toured in? Everywhere in the UK, Scotland, Ireland, and stuff. Um, Dubai, Abu Dhabi, Mm. uh, China, Bali. I spun out in Bali. That was a crazy experience as well. Um, Where else have I been? A few places in Europe, I think. Uh, Good links. Obviously, I work with DJ City, so a lot of the DJs around, around Europe, like we connect quite regularly. Always handy when they come out to Dubai as well. <clears throat> so going with that as well, going with DJC. So when did you get involved with them? Well, DJC, when it came to England, play the the, the, the top guy for the UK site. He's from Newcastle. Um, and then when DJC TV started and stuff like that, a lot of it, the office was in Newcastle. Yeah. So it was just the case of, uh, of when it was there, it's just repping them as hard as just repping it uh, and then eventually started you know doing a few bits with them um, and then when I moved to Dubai that was like we can do a DJ City kind of stamp on Dubai and that was when it mm. like, officially like, started properly working for them like a regional manager of the uh, Middle East which is super dope uh, handle like the UK source playlist and Spotify playlist yeah. few other things but the, the main focus is really uh, connecting <clears throat> dots out in the, in the Middle East Do you think with the intro versions and stuff like that it makes DJing a cheap way of DJing or do you think it's just made it easier and better in the sense of mixing stars? Definitely people can do way better things with those tools than mm. if they weren't there 
it does make it easier, but it, it, this, the cream is still always going to rise to the top, and the people that want to make it a career and not yeah. just a, a 15 minutes for some chicks or, or whatever, like the, the people that put their time and effort in, and yeah, there's intros <laughs> for a lot of things, but if if DJ Sick didn't do them, other record pools are doing them. Yeah. If you didn't have record pools, you're going online, and if you really want to be a DJ, you're trolling all through records anyway to find them. So you're gonna be able to find them. But just <coughs> it's it's literally like what you do with it's like what you do with them. Yeah, hundred percent. Uh, you think about like uh, if you use say your boy's DJing and he's like, "You'll jump on for ten minutes." You go on his laptop, you're like. Nah, I'm yeah. good. Like, I have no idea where anything is. I have no idea what versions he's got. Blah blah blah. Like, it's it, it's way easier. But it's uh, for me, it's better. People are going to do it, so we may as well give them the right tools to be able to do it really good. Mm-hmm. Do you prefer using laptop or USB? I've always used laptop. Really, like started on turntables, but right when I started, really Serato had just come in, and it was kind of like making its way in the club so literally the, the people that got me into DJing were like yeah. fuck all that like just jump on Serato this is the way forward now so I was like come <laughs> see the thing like the thing is like do you not do you agree that if you if you got a USB okay yeah it's that's like the raw type of mixing as well as well as using mm-hmm. turntables but you also see Scott songs that you wouldn't even play to be, to be honest because like you know on laptop you'll just search for a song because you know what song goes with what yeah uh, but also USBs you don't have the same you can't see as many songs yeah yeah so I still, I still feel like you'd get into the same routines anyway whereas at least on a laptop screen I can see 50 songs at one time mm-hmm. um also, anything you can do on Serato, really, now you can do on the CDJs, cue points, yeah. loops, everything. So, literally, for me, it, it's just being able to scroll my songs that fast. Search mm. search feature is, is super key. Otherwise, I do feel like my sets would be, like, starting to be repetitive because you, you, you might turn around, you've got 20 seconds left, <clears> and you don't have a choice but to play this next song. Yeah. Whereas, well, make sure sets you need. seconds left, quickly type something search it and you've got it boom what what makes your set unique compared to other DJs um, <clears throat> ooh, that's a good question now, I mean to be honest my just catalog like I just think I know I can read a crowd real good man like yeah I think I can I can I, I vibe with the crowd I remember how I was being in that crowd and what kind of I loved or hated um, and kind of tailored it, it to that and, and what I loved when I was first coming up DJing the people around me loved so they'd all roll mm-hmm. with wherever I was you know what I mean and it kind of just being able to re- read the crowd after that is, is perfect I mean there's nothing crazy technical like yeah. crazy technical about club sets but I don't think anyone needs a crazy technical club set that's not really why the people are going there. So just, just raising levels at the right time. <clears throat> that's what I think I do super well. So with DJing, like, it is a business at the end of the day. So how do you make yourself that kind of business model that you could sustain this for the rest of, like, for the rest of your life? Or, do you, or is there another plan for you after this? Or 
there's no real plan B. I mean, the DJ City thing is is kind of what I want to build up to fall back on. Yeah. When this finishes, and I'm not like wanting to be in the club three nights a week or four nights a week. Um. So like, that's the plan really. Um, as far as just being a uh, building your business model, man, consistency, consistency, uh, like forward thinking and, and just enjoying it. So many DJs that have been a, a resident for the same club for three years. And by mm. the time you look up and it doesn't like they're having, it doesn't look like they're having fun. It doesn't look like they're enjoying themselves. So you need to be someone people can buy into as well. Like, yeah, uh, he loves what he's doing. He knows what he's doing. Super consistent, always been good. Like I've never walked in and heard like some crazy shit going on or whatever. And just consistent. Uh, a lot of it's consistency. A lot of it is is the connections you make as well. Your network. That's a huge thing for your business mm. model as a DJ. Just as a DJ, your 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 network and your connections are super key because if you fall on your ass, you might have to call that favor. In. Yeah, you know what I mean. How long does it kind of take you to build up? Like, how long did it take you to build up your following and your kind of network of people? DJs, it's always an ongoing thing. I mean, the, the great thing in, in the UK, DJ City did the, the link-ups uh, maybe started five years ago, and that was, like, a, a huge mm. eye-opener for, like, you know, people you chat with online or whatever, but then, you know, to, to meet them, to make a proper connection, it was really from then that it started. I, I remember play actually. It was it was play. He he was connecting with the American guys. Yeah. And one of the things he did, I'll never forget. I don't know if I'm telling the secrets or whatever, but he would be like, uh, "So and so from America is coming and spinning tonight with us. Uh, he's just taking my wage. So he'd do that night for free. Pass up his wage mm. to get this DJ, but that." It'll create a, a moment where this is got this is gonna happen again. Yeah. If, if everything's cool and you you guys get on, whatever. So that's great for, for for networking. Like, it's not always what you're getting now. Yeah, cool. That money would have been nice on the night, but that connection you just made is probably gonna repay that. Like, yeah, definitely. Time. Like, you gotta do them free sets to get the sets that mm. you will pay you a lot more. Yeah. yeah. <clears throat> How many times have like you been rejected from clubs or from sets, or has that not really happened to you, or has it happened to you? It definitely has. Uh, I mean, when when you were starting, literally making mixtapes and yeah. and passing it around, you might not get told no, but you just might not hear back, which is a rejection in itself. You know what I mean? Like that's like, all right, they don't want me, or they don't need me, or. or or whatever, so that was hard. Um, as far as now, like I went through a period of time in Newcastle where I didn't seem to get any new bookings. A lot of new DJs were coming up, whatever. Uh, they were getting the bookings. I had my solid bookings anyway. I wasn't going for, but people kind of thought that I was going to be too expensive, but without <laughs> even having that conversation with me. So they just pre-assumed I mean? so, straight away. So, so they were like. Uh, these are the sets he does. Need him on a Monday. We're not going to be able to afford him. We'll 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 hit someone else. But I was but like, you got to have them conversations because Before that you might assume be something it. That, that I might be like you. You know what it is. This is going to be crazy. Or I can see a great 
thing happening here. So, mm. do you know what it is? Like, yeah, okay, I might get paid that normally, but let's go. I'll rock with you guys. Like, I'm down. So, that was kind of that was kind of a weird time for me when I got told that. Uh, and I kind of had to change some, some things up. Um, and even Dubai, man, I was coming over, like I said, three, four times a year. Yeah. For four years and, and didn't hear a single, not a peak, really. Like, I was handing out CDs to promoters, CDs to clubs. I'd get the odd email back, but then it wouldn't go anywhere. Mm. Um, so, so that was that. That was kind of hard. Like for four years, like doing, doing, doing and then eventually, like something great happened. So I can't be mad. Well, so happened. a lot of a lot of people don't really understand, you know, like the work put put in behind the scenes for DJing. Mm-hmm. Like a lot of people just see, okay, cool, he's DJing in Dubai, or he's doing this, mm-hmm. blah blah blah. So, like, what advice would you give to up and coming DJs trying to get their name out and get into the scene? Uh. Well, obviously, consistency, like I said, is just be seen, do yeah. dope shit, like constantly. You, your network's so important, man. I, I, I can't decide whether what will. I guess it's kind of a, a mixture between both. Like, be try and be popular that the, the crowds obviously want to go to, and you're going to get work that way. But you're also going to get work by being stand up to your peers. Mm. And, and making those connections and being a guy that they know they can trust being yeah you know i know i'm a nice guy anyway but so so just being yourself but a lot of people you might have gigs you might be crazy popular and have the best gigs if a lot of peers you know if you're arrogant or or, or whatever like your peers can help you as well like get gigs and, and get work mm definitely and you know what like with run run with the right people like a strong circle will do will do good things because you know those those the four other people in your circle one of them can't do can't do a gig he knows you can do it yeah one of them the manager at his place is looking upon and unite okay well my boy i I can vouch for him Mm. and 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 vouching being vouched for is Sorry, bro, I just lost you. And, yeah, my battery thing. Uh, the, venues don't want hassle. They want someone where the manager doesn't even have to think. If he's going to DJ as good as you were last night, okay, yeah. get him. And that might be your peers that can get you in that conversation. Definitely. And I think, you know what, now it's more of a numbers game, especially on social media. Um, and like what you're saying with the whole like networking thing is just like, a lot of DJ, like I don't know if it's yourself. Like, do you, like as yourself as a DJ, do you look to other DJs about their branding and following first before they even before their mixes, or do you look to their mixes first and then that those things? Well, I don't. Mixes aren't as as much of a big deal of as when I was getting into it. So. Not always can you even readily hear a mix from a DJ. Yeah. Like, they might not have a link in their bio for their mixes, or uh, they might not do a mix every week. Like, maybe three, four years ago, when Mixcloud popped off and everything, people were doing the weekly thing, the monthly thing, the connection thing. That's another thing that I did, that I I love doing as well. When, with the mixes, I did a collab with mixes. Yeah. Um, 
So I did something called Dirty Dozen. It would be 12 tracks for me, 12 tracks from a, a DJ from around the UK. And each each month it would be a different DJ. So just linking out, uh, reaching out, having those conversations. Like that for me, I do look at Brandon. Everyone looks at Brandon. You'd be lying if you said you didn't. Um, the, the hearing test, like just going to the club and hearing someone sp- spin is always a, a key for me as well. Yeah. Yeah. And, and the person themselves with the DJ, that, that matters a lot more. I want to work with people that are cool. I want to work with people that are, that are good people, good vibes. Yeah. I'd rather yeah. that than book a DJ. He comes up, doesn't talk to anyone all night, plays his songs. Even if he kills it, the fact of that happening might mean that, like, I might not push for him to be booked again. Mm-mm. You know what I mean? What's your take on DJs not playing their set? Uh, sorry, playing their role in the sets. So warm up DJ not playing their role and stuff like that. It's a huge thing. Uh, but as long as it's not... I always, firstly, I would always trust the residents. So if I go to a nightclub uh, as a guest DJ yeah, and there's a resident there that's, that's spinning some of the biggest hits early. He's the resident, so for me, okay, like he's rinsing a few tunes, but one, I should have enough tunes that I can be okay anyway. You don't need to and worry about it. He's at this club every week. He knows how this shit runs. Yeah. So yeah. If, he has to, if he feels he has to go in a bit early, then I trust him. That's for me, like, if, if I was doing a guest set and the, uh, and the, and the, the resident was running through tunes, still, mm. it's, this is his weekly gig. Like, he knows better than me. I just better make sure I've got more hits for later. Yeah. You know what I mean? Do you think it's an educational thing that you need to be taught this? Because a lot of people don't actually get taught this. Like, you don't go to school and someone teaches you a, like, a warm-up set. So it's like, so, I think, so yes, do you think I'm, a lot of yes, DJs... Yes, I know. Like, no, not really, because it's common sense. There's not many people in at the start. Don't rinse all the tunes. You know what yeah. I mean? Like, you're not, you, you don't want, you're not playing at that t- time to get people coming in and doing fucking handstands and crazy yeah. dancing early. Like, everyone's going to feel uncomfortable with that anyway. Like, you want people to come in, get themselves a drink at the bar, hopefully spend some money to step. They don't get themselves comfortable. Uh, and the right warm-up will mean later on in the night, you're good. Um, but some DJs will just play, but but then again, they're not the ones that are going to be residents. Residents are there to help the nightclub, yeah. they're there to help it run smooth and as how it should. If if you're a resident and you're just battering fucking Drake or like the biggest club, the biggest bangers in the world from 10.30 when your club opens and every DJ's complaining about you, like... But everyone's going to go home because once they've heard their song, what's the no, point in them staying yeah. till one o'clock? Exactly. So it's, so, it's, it's, it's very important, ones. man. Like the flow of the night is super important. People need to feel comfortable. Mm. And you need to move the levels up just at the right at the right time. So yeah, I do think it's, it's very key. So DJing in Dubai, have you got quite, have you got a big Arabic crate or not really? <laughs> well, because it's a tourist thing, it's not just like Arabic. I've got a few Arabic bangers. There's a, there's some bangers as well. Like, sorry, that's my fault again. Uh, that you would never ever come across. Yeah. Um, 
but so much French music, man. Like from Dubai, especially like that's what I've mm. that's what I've picked up on loads. Like a lot of Spanish, but French music out there is crazy. No, yeah, definitely. Uh, French, some, in the, French in the UAE Arabic is massive. And Moroccan tunes and and stuff like that that people will request, and they yeah. go off. To be fair, there's some big ones. Uh, so yeah, it's building. It's building. Do you um what do like a cheeky YouTube MP3 thing, or do you use your phone? Um, what if someone requests something? <laughs> yeah, and, and I can't find it. Uh, the, uh, Russian. This is hard with Russian as well because their keyboards are different towers. <laughs> I do really like yeah. hard, like trying to find that on YouTube or iTunes or whatever. Like for me, especially because of the sound system we got at the Club Aspen at Mantis. Yeah. Uh, it's a crazy sound system, so I wouldn't even feel comfortable like running a YouTube riff. Because if something happens or it sounds terrible, like you might not get a chance to like listen to that the full way through. Yeah. So for me, iTunes on, download it from there. We've got something cool coming with BeatSource, uh, yeah. which uh, I'll definitely use uh, in a nightclub situation. It's a streaming service for, for DJs. So we, we literally just started that on Record Box. We're going to launch it on Serato as well. Uh, via DJ City, it's like DJ City and Beat Source together. Okay. Um, so when that, that's going to be so much easier for for like DJs that do do are in the request clubs or bottle show clubs, like to to be able to find the music. But Arabic and and Russian uh, keyboards, man, it's so hard. Like honestly, you have to you, you have to make sure it fits the night as well. Yeah. So like if if I'm looking around and like this one group of, of of Russians, like sometimes, like this, just it, it can't run really. Like, unless they're spending crazy money, then you can't do what mm, mm, mm. that's that's the deal and end all of it, really. If they're spending so, crazy money, so you see, with, you see, with DJ City, right? Um, I'm gonna so why, why is it that with the music, it's they get rid of like the songs every what I don't know, was it two, three years? I don't know, I don't know what it is, so, but like, you see, so like with. BPM Supreme yeah. or other record um, platforms, yeah. um, they've got a song from what, like 1990 or whatever. Well, so you can probably, I don't know if you noticed, but on DJ City, um, have you got charging? On DJ City, you can see our library without being a member. Yeah. Uh, fully legit, but a DJ record pool is a promo pool, really. So mm-hmm. that's for promoing new music. Yeah. So you can't, you, you can't really, without having serious label agreements, you can't put like mad old stuff on there. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's all the new stuff, and we keep it up for a certain amount of time. With BeatSource, though, the dope thing about this is it's fully la- by, uh, licensed. Yeah. Uh, via like the major and pretty much all the record pools. Okay. Uh, record labels so when we are well, now when we're putting music on a beat source we're not just putting the new music on we're putting it's all the, all the music yeah back catalogs like i'm talking from madonna to drake like everything mm. yeah revamp was needed we did we okay did so i'm gonna need to get on that as well yeah no it's crazy when that's on serato like it'll be such a handle I, I don't think i would run like full nights from it because you've still got credit to you like yeah yeah um but like for requests and stuff like that, that you might just not have picked up on the night uh, before you get to the club, like it, it's 
it's going to be so good to just be able to reach and, and get it. Yeah, we just got the. He's saying the revamp was needed. We just got the yeah the new website launched yesterday. I think yesterday. How are you on the mic? How are you hosting your sets? Are you comfortable with that, or are you? Yeah, I'm getting more comfortable. I mean, from the UK it w and especially Newcastle, it wasn't something that we did at all in, in yeah. Newcastle. Uh, it, if anything, it was looked at as kind of chavy, mm -hmm. like, like, not good. But the thing is, if you get someone that's dope on the mic, don't change your night. Mm. Um, and that's something I've had to learn, like, just had to, like, Someone, what was the best way of practicing for you? Uh, pick five sentences. Just use those five sentences in the night. Uh, always a couple of beers. I'd be, I'd be recommended. <laughs> I'd be recommended. And being comfortable, man. Like, just get comfortable with your own voice. That's a, that's a huge thing as well. Um, uh, and you get there. It was much easier going to Dubai and doing it because once you DJ'd in your own city or to the same clubs for a while and they know you don't use the mic. Yeah. Then if you start picking up a mic, it becomes as what the fuck's he doing? Like like that's not how he sounds or like whatever, you know what I mean? Like and then it gets awkward. But moving to Dubai it was like I just thought like none of these people know who I am. Mm. I can be whoever I want. You can do mic. whatever you want, yeah. Yeah. Um, and that's kind of how I, I, I ran with it. I still wouldn't say like I'm super comfortable, um, but I do use it. I mean, it, w some of the guys I work with are great on the mic as well, so it's kind of easy for them to just handle that. Um, yeah. But it's definitely helped me working with them as well, be around people that use the mic to see what they say before certain things. Um, and kind of, all right, say a lot of it was me saying the same thing as someone else would, but just slightly changing it, so, mm, mm, like for more how I would, how I would say. With your residencies, have you had people come over from UK for guest mi uh, guest slots, or did they yeah. more just kind of keep it to just you? Nah, a couple of times. Obviously, I'm the only resident, but we have we have people that spend every week as well from Dubai. Yeah. We've had a couple of guests. It's quite different out in Dubai because you need a, a permit. Yeah, I was yeah I was hearing uh, about that. Yeah, like to to be even allowed in the DJ booth. Um, so for a club owner, unless you super trust your resident and he says, I'll vouch for this guy, he's going to smash it. Like, if yeah. you've never, as the owner, if you've never heard the UK DJ spin, you're going to be like, well, why? I've got a resident here that I know what mm. he's going to be, yeah, I know what vibe he's going to be on. It's going to be cool. Like, why do I need to? But we've managed a, a few times um, to get some of the UK guys over. We got Charlie Sloth over as well. That was cool. Yeah. Um, and a, a lot of a lot of the UK artists have been over. But DJs, we've had maybe three or four. Scotty B, a couple of times. Who's a beast, but he, he's DJed in Dubai for a long time. So like, mm. the owners of the so they know they know they kind of know him basically. Yeah, that's that's a no-brainer. Um, but we had Kenrick, who's now DJing in Dubai as well. Yeah. Uh, obviously, Samuel, my boy, he came over with me when I originally moved. He was there. Um, and a couple of people from Europe, but not like loads. But if there was someone where I was like, he's dope, we should definitely get him. Mm. Uh, then I would definitely put their name forward. But it's my different out in Dubai, man. Like, even me, it took me so long to like work out the lane yeah. that certain nights and clubs were in because compared to the UK where 
uh, it's just a free for all. I feel like they trust you more, and people are willing to like buy into the party. Mm -hmm. uh, a lot of people are waiting in Dubai to see what's going to happen. But I love it, man. And it, it was a, such it's such an experience, like relearning it all and being like, okay, like I feel like I conquered Newcastle. Like from my point of view, like I've done everything I could, and a yeah. lot of the UK. Um, I didn't just want to be moving around every weekend for the guest sets. Uh, so, like, this would, like, jumping in there is like, okay, this is what we've got to do for the shows. Like, I'm, I'm learning as well, which is, is great. How do you find it with, like, the competition of DJs now coming into Dubai? Like, a lot of people now moving there, just staying there mm. now. Uh, there is a lot, but for me, it's, it's hard to comment because I'm if you ask people that have been there for 10 years they might tell you something different mm -hmm. and they might say like we hate it like they're taking all our jobs blah blah blah, blah. Um, for me I want a scene I'm involved in to have the best of everything the best DJs yeah. the best nightlife the best whatever uh, so for me if a dope DJ is going to come from abroad come like you're gonna make this this place better, but there is a lot. Like, but then again, like, Dubai is one of them spots, isn't it? And yeah, it's 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 you know, there's a lot of DJs now that I'm talking to. You're thinking about going there or going there or, you know, done a lot of sets there and now thinking mm -hmm. about it. I'm actually thinking about it as well. Like, I'm, sorry, I'm, sorry I'm, to jump on that one, no, no. <laughs> but I'm thinking about it. I was like, because I've done Abu Dhabi twice. I've DJed out there. But I've never done Dubai, and I wanna. That's where, where did I you do in Abu Dhabi? Uh, so I did three years ago. I did Taste of Abu Dhabi, on okay. the Yes Island thing, and then last year I did the F1, um, okay. on the Monster Energy yacht. Insane. So, that? yeah, that was. Yeah, you know what? The only problem is, is that you know, so how you know on these yachts, right? You can't wear your shoes. Yeah. But they stupidly had glass when we weren't wearing shoes and obviously everyone's drunk after the race. Um, and my set, so I, I'd had two sets, but my last set was after the race, which was supposed to be a six set, right? That's, that's, mm. that's one of, that's one of the main sets. Anyway. So halfway through my set, this guy dropped a glass on his foot, like blood everywhere. And they, they shut down the yacht. So luckily wow. I've got contacts in other yachts. So I got into, do you know, exclusive. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I got into the exclusive yacht. Uh, Charlesy was there, Conan, like all of them lots. So I just got on and then, yeah, just yeah, we, uh, that's where I was the year before, and that, that exact that exact one, it's still really good vibe. Exclusive, well, is, yeah, that yacht is calm. Anyone moving, anyone moving, what were you saying? What I would say, just going back to that, is anyone that, that does want to move to Dubai, as long as you're bringing something to the scene, to the culture, that, yeah. and, and you, you get involved, like for me, I, you can't really go wrong. like like you can't really go wrong as, as long as you put everything into it and you're not just here trying to take money out of other people's hands or like if you come mm. correct and, and people people are cool with that there's there's a good there's a bunch load of djs in dubai and, and a lot of them get on really well with each other um we've done the, the link ups out there and we had yeah. like 100 plus djs like all in the same room doing some some dope shit like becoming involved in the community and like trying to push things forward itself is 
is it's a community it's like a family that's basically what it is yeah bro if you but that's not even just Dubai that's if you go anywhere or even a different city say you moved to Newcastle and you didn't give a fuck about anyone you didn't try and get involved you didn't you just wanted to turn up get your money get out eventually people are going to be like no no one's going to want you no we don't want this guy here and the DJs are talking and blah 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 like the key thing is just dive in get involved Mm. in the next five years where do you kind of see yourself what do you want to achieve um, well, the perfect scenario would be, because I was involved in, in opening Mantis, would be seeing Mantis grow and, and it being a fucking crazy thing in five years, yeah. you know, one of the, the whites, one of the one oaks, you know what I mean? Out in Dubai where people feel they, they, they can't miss a night there. Um, so I kind of want to build that with them, mm. um, and then that the, the guy who owns man is super cool guy. He's he's yeah, business minded as well. So if things go right, he'll expand and hopefully take to other countries. That would be cool. Um, also, I, I want to be more in with Beat Source. There's a lot of stuff coming up with that company that has a lot of dope shit coming on. Yeah coming up that I can get involved with and it would be cool to work a lot more with that team the Beat Source team not just the DJ City team it would be sick to see that though like you know to see the journey of Mantis and to see what, what happens and also because you were saying you get more hands on it that's, yeah, that's your input thing, as well yeah the, to like a lot of the artists like I'll be asked about and stuff like that and it's cool being that kind of stable guy that they, they trust and, and they, yeah. they come to. Um, so, like, and being there from the start is like, okay, where can we take this? I want to, I want to win as much as them. Yeah. Um, so hopefully, with the right team, like we can do some some super super, super dope shit. Well, bro, this has been a good conversation, man. Like, and I really appreciate your time. It's, it's been yeah, amazing, good. man. I appreciate you. You do some good stuff, man. I've seen a, a few of the other interviews. It's good stuff. Really appreciate stuff. it though but like hopefully I've been I don't know about what F1's saying this year but next year mm-hmm. I'll probably come out well, and yeah, holla, hopefully I can come out and, and come through to your sets and stuff 100% man holla let me know when you're out um, I'll probably be there like I said in the next two weeks when flights and stuff come up it, it wouldn't be surprise me I mean summer's dead to everyone isn't it but it wouldn't surprise <laughs> me if Dubai does start to open yeah. if there's a really sick, sick winter in Dubai because a lot of people are going to even though people don't want to fight at the minute, a lot of people are going to go. Bro, I'm not. I'm not even fast about. I'm not even fast about flying to be honest. Like, I'm not. I. I mean, I have got health conditions, but I'm not really scared. <laughs> not really scared to be honest. Like, I've had yeah. my four months indoors. Like, I haven't been yeah. out in four months, so I'm, I think I'm done now. You know. Yeah. No. Nah, it gets to it gets to a point where we're all ready. Yeah. Hundred. And especially from if you're yeah. looking from a mental health perspective as well, like people need to go out. People and people need to see their families, friends, blah blah blah. For real, mental health's going to be a big thing, man. Uh, it's good that I haven't heard more uh, bad stories about mental health. Like it hasn't been loads because it could have easily like been a real problem, especially in, in mm. our in our industry. You know when uh, <laughs> people aren't getting paid, people aren't. <laughs> having that social aspect like 
it could be really difficult for DJs, and it is really difficult. So see everyone. I don't, I don't want my head. We're on the way out now. We're on the way out. <laughs> so Jordan is just killing me. <laughs> I don't drink. I don't drink Grey Goose anymore, man. It's just Henny. Great <laughs> Henny. Yeah, like I, I mean, I don't know if it's cheaper. Then I obviously get Grey Goose, but in the shop, to be honest, they're around Henny the same hits price. me different, bro. Henny hits me different. I've got to be careful on that. Bro, it hits different though. It hits totally different. Yeah, like I'm cool. Like I'll have a few drinks if I spin on certain nights. Like I'll have a couple of beers and I'll hit hit the vodka. But if you start mixing Henny in there, I don't. This is what you you got to do: champagne, vodka, Henny, all in one night. That's what you got to do. That's that will mess you. That's that's nasty. (laughs) Just real talk, man. Got to stick. Yeah, it is. You just got to all stick together. Like, especially during this time, because. At, this, at the moment, we're all in the same boat. Like, I know you're going out there to Dubai, but still, the clubs aren't going to be open straight away when you get back. So. And there's a, lot, there's a lot of good friends I've got out there and all, all the community. Being a DJ out there, you're kind of drawn towards DJs wherever you go. Mm. So going out there, like, a lot of my best friends out there, like, they're all DJs, so we're all yeah. in the same boat. So even though I'm going back and it might not be work instantly, like, me and a lot of my friends, like, no one's been paid for a long time you know what mm. I mean and, and, and no one knows when when it's next going to happen but for me I just want to get back there quicker yeah, sooner rather than, rather than later but bro safe travels man and like, I hope you're staying safe though and yeah we'll definitely keep it. in touch 100% man holler if you come out for definitely sure. cheers man appreciate it appreciate it man see, see you soon bye